check out the menu. It's the set lunch with me, Razif Hashim. Guys, this is the set lunch with me, Jay Walia. And yes, it is time for the main course. And I hope you guys are hungry because we've got a lot to get into here today. Now, today we're going to be speaking with the guest in the studio. He is none other than Aizuddin Samni, Chief Operating Officer of OCAM. Now, OCAM is a company, they are a Malaysian online coffee company, and their tagline is Artfully Crafted Coffee Beans. Now, a little, a little info on OCAM. Now, the best coffee specialty roaster and supplier with one simple mission to become the home of artfully crafted coffee beans. Now, OCAM is a destination for true coffee aficionados. So, if you're the kind of person that needs two or three cups of coffee a day, then you definitely want to be tuning in to this. Now, also, Coffee Machine. Warehouse Asia is OCAM's new subsidiary and it remains the service choice for leading businesses across many business sectors. Numerous companies call on their services not only for their excellent service and product offering, but also because Coffee Machine Warehouse Asia continues to offer a direct and personal service. This is the bond of trust with, which ensures that the unique requirement of each client are always delivered to the highest levels of performance. So it's not just coffee beans. We're going to be looking into coffee machines as well. Now in the studio, without further ado, Aizuddin Samni, Chief Operating Officer. Thank you for taking the time to join us here today, Aizuddin. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, EFM, for having me. You know, it's always a pleasure. And of course, you know, folks in EFM here, we run on coffee. So thank you for the great service that, you know, you've been providing. Now, let's let's get it. Let's go back in time. Could you tell us a bit more about how it all started? Um, I used to be a banker um, for the last uh, three years. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's only recently I came on board uh, with the company um, to join them for the past uh, three months. Um, I think I developed the passion into coffee when I was studying in the UK. So, um, so I have this uh, kind of feeling when I first sip, uh, when I had the first sip um, <coughs> in the specialty coffee in London. I still remember ever since then. I whenever I came back to uh, to KL, I would always look for the best coffee in town, and um, my preference for the best cafes is. Uh, RGB Ampang. Ah, okay. A lot of people love that place. I yeah. must say. Yep. Now, so coming in from from you know UK, I'm sure the coffee scene is different in the UK. Coming back here to Malaysia, did you see that there was sort of a lack or there was sort of a chasm in the scene here compared to the UK? Mm, <clears throat> yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, they have this uh, this kind of culture where people grab and go the coffee, so. Um, it's, it's different in terms of um, the awareness and also um, the business model, where the business model um, uh, is uh, moving towards too. And also, uh, for me, I think um, it, it all goes back to the pricing. So when back in the UK, the price of the coffee, a cup of coffee is one, one pound. So uh, definitely the purchasing power parity uh, gap uh, between UK and Malaysia is different, right? So one pound is like one ringgit. I mean, yeah. we, we, we put aside the conversion rate, but also we look at the, the purchasing power parity. So that is why uh, what we do at OCAM to promote the affordability of uh, coffee as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think I think you can see that, you know, in Malaysia, there's still this this sort of view that coffee is sort of a luxury at the end of the day. Yep. And, you know, in the UK, it's sort of a, something that's common. You start yep. your day with it. But, you know, you mentioned that you started out as a banker. 
you know, that's that's where the journey in the career started itself. How did you go from the banking world into the F&B world? How was that transition like? Okay, um, frankly, um, it all started when um, when me and my friends, a group of young millennials, came back from studying abroad um, from UK, Australia, and also in the US, and that we realized that the price and quality do not make any sense. Um, in terms of price-wise, I mean, look at the coffee. A, a cup of coffee is not uh, affordable, unlike coffee kampung. You know, yeah. people prefer coffee kampung. But you know, even the price is so expensive, but the quality also not really great. I mean, so what we do at Ocam and Coffee Machine House Asia is actually to fill in, to filling in the gap between the price and quality. And yes, we want to provide affordable coffee culture, but not compromising on the quality as the quality never goes out of style. Yep. Yep. Of course, you know, you can never go wrong with quality. It's more quality over quantity at the end of the day. But, you know, I'm just wondering because there are a lot of major players in the industry, you know, there are a lot of different coffee purveyors, you know, in Malaysia itself. So what makes OCAM different? Mm, Okay. Um, First of all, um, what makes us different is, um, okay, obviously we are running two companies at one time. So uh, for myself, I am running um, one company is also a troublesome, but having two companies under my purview is definitely more challenging. Yeah, it's a headache. Yeah. Thank God for all the coffee around then. Yeah, but we are in two different uh, business models at one time, but rather complementing each other. But we want to capture bigger market here as we are the exclusive partner in Asia with Coffee Machine Warehouse uh, Australia. So yeah, in terms of the capacity, we have the roasting capacity beans. Uh, we have the roasting uh, capacity of roasting coffee, coffee beans and as well as uh, providing the raw materials. And also we want to cater for the bigger market of uh, high-end machines so that everybody mm. can become part of the industry, not yeah. just those uh, affluent people. Yeah, you know, it's it's sort of breaking the barriers into the industry itself. Correct, correct. Could you tell us a bit more about how the collaboration, you know, you're mentioning two companies <coughs> and also, you know, the Coffee Machine Warehouse Asia. Could you tell us how that came about? Um, okay, basically, OCAM is the company where we supply everything A to Z from coffee beans, um, flavored syrup, coffee powder, mixed powder, um, also tea. But uh, but rather, the Coffee Machine Warehouse is we want to actually promoting um, the um, <coughs> affordability uh, for high-end coffee machines. Where, uh, we also sell used and brand new coffee machines. Okay. Yeah, so the brand new coffee machine will cost you around 150000 Oh, yeah. wow. But, by, but we are filling in the gap, which is we try to um, find the untapped market where, whereby we are selling it uh, second-hand, okay. almost half of the original price. So <coughs> that is where we get the customers. So the customer prefer to have a very high end coffee machine, yep. but rather not to break their banks yeah. by by you know by by forking out so many money, too yep. much money on that. Because at the end of the day, we all know that the coffee machines and all other equipments are all sunk cost to the business. Yep. Yeah, we have we want to manage our bottom line and also make sure our cash flow is positive at the end of the month. So that is why we are trying to propagate this idea of um, selling use, but rather guaranteed quality. 
of our coffee machines. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you know, basically, you know, to to sort of round it off, basically, right? If someone with no experience in the coffee industry and no knowledge, no access to the raw materials to the machines, all they need to do is just head over to Ocam and they can get hooked up to basically run their own coffee joint. Spot on, spot on, yeah. Wow, you know, that sounds like a one-stop shop right there. How you actually got started in the industry, you know, with your history of starting out as a banker and then eventually ending up in the coffee business as well. But now that you are in the business... How's the story so far? You know, what has happened so far? Okay, um, frankly, uh, we are still a new player and we are still learning. But so far, so good. Um, in terms of uh, infrastructure, um, we, have, um, we have our very own roasting facility which can cater about six tons per month of uh, coffee beans. And also, and our roasting facility has been certified as um, GMP. Okay. Um, is uh, is a certification from uh, uh, from the consumer department of Malaysia, uh, and also um, so far we have uh, we have got the halal certificate for all of our products, and um, <coughs> um, our 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 business model so far is to actually to try to entice new potential cafe owners, and also we 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 are trying to engage with industry players on how to further improve the coffee culture in Malaysia but for us um the way we try to differentiate ourselves with the uh, like i said just now with the big chain uh, big chain players we are actually doing fair trade so it's direct trade with the farmers so we source our own raw materials directly because we want to support them and prevent from the uh, from the marginalized um and also we are not trying to dev- to devaluing the market but also um we want to maintain um we want to maintain the highest standard of uh, specialty coffee that is why we are doing this kind of uh, business model yep. oh wow very very nice right there now you mentioned one of the key factors one of the things that's very important to your business is actually fair trade itself and over the years we've seen a lot of businesses go towards the direction of fair trade what's the long term effect of fair trade okay um honestly uh, fair trade is, um, of course, for the past uh, few years, we have seen that uh, the farmers have been marginalized by uh, by the uh, by the third party, by the big chain company, by the middleman and things yeah, middle like that. Yeah, middleman, something like that. So, um, so by having this small, small, I mean, so-called small, small uh, companies preventing and also protecting the uh, the farmer communities. So we believe that by doing so, we can. Uh, make the industry more better off in terms of uh, providing them with a uh, proper welfare and 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 hence the farmers will have the proper infrastructure to dev- to further develop the coffee industry and also to make sure that the coffee production is always uh, on top of the quality Ah, nice, nice right there. And so it's all about sustainability at the end yep. of the day. And it's very important to get, you know, not just the farmers itself, but everyone that relies on the products produced by the farmers to be able to sustain long term right there. Yep. You know, that's a very, very important key point. Now, we were talking about, you know, we're speaking a lot about coffee and the likes of that. Could you tell us a bit more about what sort of coffee beans exactly do you guys carry? Which regions are we talking about? Okay, um, at the moment, we are selling... Um uh, our our biggest our biggest um, demand for our coffee beans is from Northern Highland Thailand, um, okay, yeah, wow. uh, and also we do have several other beans from Ethiopia, right. uh, Colombia, and also um, from uh, Brazil. Oh wow! And yep. you mentioned the biggest demand is Northern Thailand. Yeah. What makes this bean special? First of all, um, 
it's very cheap. Okay. And the the taste is very good. All right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and also it suits the local taste. Okay. So, so that's why most of the work uh, our order is from um, Northern Thailand. Nice. So it's bold, robust flavors, but low on acid. Correct. The likes of that. Correct. Correct. You know, I'm 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 quite curious. You know, personally, what's your favorite sort of coffee to sort of groove towards? Um, have you tried Gisha? <laughs> Uh, not quite actually. Yeah, so uh, I I love the uh, Gisha coffee beans okay. from Colombia, and the price is so expensive. Wow. So it's it's another level of uh, coffee beans. But um, you know, um, I can also have. Uh, I mean, my preference in our coffee beans company is of course Northern Thailand Northern yeah. Thailand Thailand beans. Um, first of all, even though the price is cheap, but you know, it still tastes good. Yeah. It suits the local taste. And it's perfectly, perfectly fine for all coffee aficionados, and you guys should try it. But you know, you can't talk about coffee beans because there's a lot that needs to happen between the beans and whatever that goes into your cup. In particular, machines need to come into the picture as well. Could you tell us a bit more of the the sort of the viewpoint of machines? You know, from coffee machine warehouse Asia. Okay, uh, first of all, what we do, what we do at coffee machine warehouse Asia is to actually to complement our coffee supplies. So uh, we we understand that um, you know the the issue of sustainability, but but rather coffee machine is something that uh, something that essential to any cafe in Malaysia and also other parts of the world. So um, what we do at Coffee Machine House Asia is that every machine comes with a six months warranty, okay, um, free installation, um, and also um, <coughs> we do um, uh, after sales service, um, and also. Um, uh, for our coffee machines, is uh, we have all sort of brands. Okay. Uh, we have Slayer, um, KG, KVW, um, Cineso, uh, Fema, La Chimbali, all sort of high-end oh, brands wow. that uh, customers can choose can choose from. So um, yeah, um, in terms of the um, uh, in terms of the uh, maintenance, uh, we have no issue on that because okay. we personally hire uh, a, a technician from Australia. Uh, to to help us uh, in terms of maintaining the, all the machines. Yeah, so I think that's the part that worries a lot of people. You get such an expensive machine and then, you know, the maintenance is going to come in as well. But you mentioned a six months warranty. So is the warranty from the companies itself or is it from you guys? Um, the six months warranty is coming from Coffee Machine House Asia, which is us, uh-huh, not okay. from the brand. Yeah. Okay, nice. And, you know, when it comes to the machines you know what sort of determines you know what are the factors that determines which sort of machines you guys bring in is it affordability longevity mm, well um we try to um vary our coffee machines uh, selection um, um but rather our focus is to uh, making sure that the industry is affordable so some of them we take from a very high end coffee machine like you know the the brand new price uh, could cost you around three hundred thousand, but we can easily slice it half when it's used. But rather, we are not ne- neglecting the um, low-end coffee machine yep. to cater all these uh, small startup. So we have um, our coffee machines. Some of them um, uh, starting from as low as seven thousand ringgit. Oh wow, that's yeah. very affordable that's indeed. Very affordable. So the barriers to access into the coffee market itself, you know, it's it's essentially been taken down at the end of the day. Correct. Correct. Would you say that was one of the key goals of OCAM itself for the business? Yep, yeah, we try to actually um, uh, get uh, everybody involved in the coffee industry so that everybody will have the best coffee 
beans or best coffee cup at the end of the day so they can have a you know you can have a a good time with the family you know while having a coffee a cup of coffee that is why we are trying to propagate the idea of um we want to grow with the industry yep. not just for ourselves that's why we are trying to uh, we 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 are giving a lot of um uh, education we are giving a lot of uh, support to these uh, new players indeed wow very nice and so you know you can have your cup of coffee you know as as an owner of a cafe and you know you can sort of have a peace of mind as well there you're not blowing the bank or anything like that as well so you know going back into you were speaking about the business and you know some of the key factors you know some of the key points of the business itself what is the business strategy for ocam mm, okay um first of all i think um uh, what we do as a whole is to actually to help uh new players coming in the industry and set uh, help them set up their own business and also in the long run we want to actually educate people not just the new players but also public as a whole yep. to get to know the coffee and also we we we, we vision ourselves to 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 supply to the entire asia as these are not uh, as these are not matured uh, region yeah. uh, unlike uh, those in the us and also australia so a lot of education is involved yeah. here Yeah, yeah. So yeah, our strategy is actually to to more to inculcate the spirit of uh, coffee culture to to teach, to teach public as a whole, and also if uh, we we conduct uh, classes almost uh, regularly, so we have a coffee introduction one on one coffee machine one on one on how to install or on how to maintain a coffee machine, and also we have regular talks um, uh, with regards to um, coffee opportunity. Uh, uh, you know, for new potential cafe owners. So this is part. Uh, this is part and parcel of our business model, rather than just selling. But we, but rather we want to help them, uh, educate them, and giving uh, them some information. Wow, you know, and and I feel it's very important. You know, not just the business aspect of it, but the awareness created as well. Yep, and the best part of it, uh, most of these classes are free for public. Brilliant, <laughs> right there. You know that, that that's a very important point there. Now, of course, we are looking at some major players, the likes of McDonald's as well as Family Mart, who's just started basing itself here in Malaysia as well, who are offering affordable coffee to the public. So in your definition what is good affordable coffee? Uh this question has I've been asked for this question so many times before so um um to be honest uh we cannot compare the coffee beans or a coffee from McDonald and and uh uh espresso uh, using uh, espresso based machine because it's not apple to apple comparison mm. but rather um okay uh McDonald coffee is something like instant coffee But mm-hmm. ourselves, we try to appreciate ourselves and also all other artisanal coffee shop as a, um, um, you know, a specialty, um, uh, brewed by espresso coffee machine. Uh, so it's it's something different. McDonald's is instant. Ourselves is specialty. Ah, okay. So it's apples and oranges at the end of the day. It's yeah, two different things altogether. Two different things altogether. Thing altogether. Wow, brilliant right there. So you know what makes good affordable coffee when it comes to artisanal coffee exactly. Um okay, um uh okay, affordable, I mean for myself as a industry player, I I think that um the affordable price should be around 7 to 10 ringgit, not so much into 15 ringgit. Okay. So that is affordable, but again, it depends on uh customer preference. Uh, if they are willing to pay more then can they can go ahead but yeah. uh cheap coffee doesn't mean they are not good yeah and, and it depends on customer preference you cannot tell whether it's good or bad 
it's all it depends on individual. Yeah, it's very subjective. It's very you know, subjective. When it comes to taste, you know, everyone has their own thing that they like. But you know, one thing that of course is not subjective and it's very, very sort of serious at the end of the day is the operations of a business itself. Azudin, uh, could you tell us a bit more about the operations of OCAM and how your role plays a part in the operations of it? Okay, uh, as the operation officer, um, actually our company set uh, our company set up is um, uh, is very lean. Um, we only have uh, in total five uh, staff. Uh, two of the staff is doing uh, graphic designing. Um, we have one coffee roaster, um, and also we have uh, one salesperson, uh, and myself. So. I am the operation. I managing the whole thing. Okay. So, um, but rather um, not just manage. I do the whole thing as well. Oh, so, wow. So, so to be honest, uh, when you are in startup, you don't have um, a specific job function. Yeah, you are everything. You are everything. You must be flexible. So you have to be multitasking. Um, but in terms of the operation and the process of our company, um, when we do sales, is actually we we are guided by our company's SOP. Um, when our our sales team, well, when I say sales team, the whole team goes on yeah. sale. Everyone, everyone yeah. goes um, goes on field, find customers. So um, almost all of them go to uh, uh, to uh, to uh, we scout some areas. Okay. For instance, we we we, we go to uh, Hartamas, and then um, we identify those uh, restaurants or cafes that don't have any machine. Ah, okay. So uh, what we do if uh, is um, we go there, we ask the business card. Go back home, call, send email, and then deliver it back, and then we set another appointment. Um, then they came to our, uh, they come to our warehouse uh, to see the coffee machine themselves. So if they agree with the price, the quality, and the service that we provide, and then we close the deal. And then we help them in terms of installing the machine. Yeah. And on top of that, the way we uh, upscale the business is by cross-selling the coffee machine by selling the coffee beans. Oh, that wow. is the way you can uh, ensure that the sustainability of the business. Yeah. And is this something that you know you guys have done from the start itself, the cross-selling, or is this something that you all figured out later on? Uh, to be honest, one way or another, as an, as an entrepreneur, you have to pivot or persevere, right? Yeah. So <laughs> along the way, obviously, um, we figured it out later on. Yes. But yeah, somehow or other, you have to rectify and you have to pivot. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's it, as they say, it's better late than never. At yeah, the better end late than never. <laughs> but right now, you know, any and every business has to look into the marketing of the business, especially in today's day and age itself. So what are some of the marketing strategies that OCAM has adapted? Okay, basically, we have two type of um, marketing strategies. The first is offline, obviously. So like I said just now, um, when we went uh, to visit customers, uh, the whole team yeah. go to visit uh, the restaurant and cafe owners. So it's being on the ground itself. It's being on the ground itself. So um, so whenever we get the uh, we get the customer, the customer come come to our warehouse and then we explain about the whole thing, how does it work, etc. And then we help them to install the machine. That is one thing. So another one is um, for offline, uh, we conduct classes almost regularly okay. for free. Uh, to uh, public and also new market, uh, new players in the industry. How regular is regular? About twice a month. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. We are actually uh, conducting conducting one uh, on fifth of May in our uh, grand opening, um, uh, grand opening ceremony in our factory. Wow! So okay. everyone is invited to come and also to learn new things. And we have three uh, set of classes: uh, coffee interaction one on one. It's conducted by a very uh, experienced barista. Coffee Machine 101, 
uh, is connected by our technician from uh, Australia himself mm-hmm. and also coffee business opportunity which is conducted by myself on how to set up a new cafe for you you know and also wow. yeah so you know if you were to attend all three of these workshops you know you sound like you would be quite prepared to get into the coffee business itself yeah precisely brilliant <laughs> right there but you know of course as with every business you know everything that you do there are going to be hiccups here and there what are some of the customer issues that you guys have dealt with so um okay for for offline um uh, we are rampantly doing our campaign via Instagram and Facebook so um we post our promotion our uh, classes our updates all on our social platform so do follow us uh, okm.my on instagram and uh, facebook and also cmw asia for okm and uh, for for instagram and facebook as well but if there is any issues or there is any uh, you know question to us uh, feel free to come to our warehouse at 50 jalan 34 shop 10a taman perniagaan ikas batu kif uh 6 8 1 Kuala Lumpur or you can WhatsApp or call directly at 017-313-7010 brilliant all the contact info is right there and if you guys did not get the address or anything like that i'm sure you can just go to your instagram and the likes of that and sort of just slide in the dms i guess correct <laughs> brilliant okay and of course you know on the instagram note itself they can also go there for all to find out a bit more about the classes and all of the activities that are going on as well but i'm sure one of the things that you guys have had to deal with is customer issues yep. could you tell us a bit more about what's what are some of the issues that have cropped up and how you all have gone about solving it okay um for our supplies we not we don't really have uh, any issues but rather our coffee machines uh, most of the queries coming from on how i mean the customer do not know how to set up a proper coffee bar with a proper workflow and also uh, um they don't know how to troubleshoot the machine servicing and technical issues um and also some of them you know they are totally new in the market um they do not know on how to identify uh, the quality of the raw materials um and also some of them they do not know on on when to maintain on how to maintain the coffee machines mm. so fret not we are here to help you guys yeah. to make sure that those issues are resolved properly okay. and timely so apart from this this classes that you mentioned earlier this master classes where the public can attend you'll also have this one on one sessions with your customers to sort of help them through you know navigate the journey of correct brilliant wow correct. and you know what are some of the sort of pitfalls at the end of the day you know being in this business exactly what's the biggest challenge um the biggest challenge is to actually educating people okay why is that because you know even rome is not built in one one day yeah so yeah it takes it takes time um for for any business it takes time to to grow but as long as we uh we we are properly follow um we are properly guided by our sop and also we are probably follow the industry then i think it should be fine as well as long as the education and I mean the awareness educating people is ongoing commitment and ongoing process Ah, okay. All right. You know, it's yeah, you know like you said it it sort of takes a village as well to sort of raise a child like you said, you know, yeah. and and to get, you know, to get people educated in this sort of takes a whole fleet, you know, like yep. like you mentioned your entire yep. company goes down as well. What are some of the myths or misconceptions that people often have of the coffee industry? Okay, uh people have some misconception on why the coffee coffee a cup of coffee costs you around 15 ringgit. Right. Okay. So my answer will be um um why mama is there. 
I mean, Mama culture has been there for a long time, and yeah. they, they are not cheap, you know. I mean, some now the teh ice cost you around three, four ringgit around no, Clangvilly. They're not at all. Yeah. yeah, they're not at all. So if you keep drinking it for how many cups, then the cost will be same like coffee. But that's why um, we are trying to uh, give people the basic idea that the coffee shouldn't be that expensive, but rather yeah. the the price should be less about six, seven ringgit. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. I think a lot of people are worried about the fact that how much am I actually paying for the coffee as opposed to how much am I paying for the marketing of the coffee. Correct, correct. Yeah, so you know, these are some of the some of the common things that folks are quite worried about as well. What is in the future for OCAM? We we try to become the, the biggest supplier in Asia. That is, uh, that is uh, certain. But rather, uh, what we foresee ourselves in the future is we want to create a sustainability um, uh, environment and ecosystem um, not just profiting ourselves but rather also protecting the farmers the whole industry players and also not to marginalize people's people this industry who have been working hard for 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 the industry so um, yes we want to become the biggest supplier but we don't want to neglect these people who are contributing to the to the community and also also to the industry as a whole yeah. yeah, it's a fine balance right there that needs to be achieved. But you know, when you mentioned about becoming the biggest player, of course, it's an it's a very easy way to gauge whether you are the biggest player. You know, it's mm. the most talked about name. You know, whether your revenue is going up as well. But when when you talk about you know on the other end of the spectrum, the sustainability and the likes of that, that's a little bit more difficult to gauge. So how would you gauge your success in terms of that? Um, of course, numbers is one of the indicators. But um, for for me, uh, honestly, um, it depends on what you see, um, the the performance, and also um, uh, the way you want to move forward. But rather, um, yeah, uh, I do believe positive cash flow is good yeah. to become one of the best uh, uh, the best supplier. Um, but we we don't have to be too focused on profitability, but rather sustainability. That should be the aim of the industry. Brilliant, right there. You know, and of course, speaking of the industry, you know, I'm sure there are people out there, you know, who are harboring dreams of getting into the industry itself, but don't quite know how, or rather, are afraid or fearful of getting into the industry. What would your advice be for folks out there? You know, would be F and B entrepreneurs. Um, coming coming from a, a banker background um, and jump into the FNB uh, industry is a very challenging task and also is a very demanding work to do. Um, uh, I see myself uh, as entrepreneur, not just a worker. Yep. So my advice to young young people out there who inspire who aspire to become entrepreneur is uh, first of all to to read a lot. To, um, not just reading, but also try to engage with the people who are already doing the business and been in the industry for quite some time. Learn Knowledge from them. is very important. Knowledge yeah. is very important. Learn from their, their uh, expensive experience. Because I came across uh, one of the uh, cafe owners. They, they started this cafe a long time ago. But, you know, along the way, they learned the biggest mistake uh, in the business, which is... Uh, you, when you spend too much money on the sunk cost, which is mm. all the equipment, yep. chairs, coffee machines. So for me, learning is the best um, the, the best way to start a business, but also don't uh, neglect the advice from um, you know those who are, uh, do, those who are uh, more knowledgeable and more experienced than you. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, um, also um, uh, when we talk about F&B business, it has always been about the cash flow. So the six months buffer rule is very important. And make sure before you jump into this industry, you have ample buffer to sustain and uh, also to retain in the business. If not, you are you are doomed towards failure. Yeah. Yeah. So you are you are doomed towards failure. So make sure when you want to jump into business, six months buffer, you must always comply. Make sure you manage your bottom line. You manage every single cent in and out, um, um, and try to make it as lean as possible. And focus more to exponential growth. Brilliant pearls of wisdom right there. Now, of course, for anyone who, who you know who just joined us, you know, of course, where you guys been if you just joined us? But you know, where can people go to get more information on all camps activities and the likes of that? Okay, um, uh, our social media is very active, so you guys can <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Um, and also Facebook page. Um, for both of them, our our username is ocam.my, O-C-A-M dot M-Y. And for Coffee Machine House Asia is C-M-W Asia. C-M-W-A-S-I-A. So we do update our classes, free classes, our updates on... Uh, we do have some free gifts as well. Uh, so yeah, feel free to contact us directly and we try our best to, um, you know, reply as soon as possible and to cater your needs. Brilliant, you know, and as Aizuddin said just now, knowledge is very important. So if you want to gain more knowledge on the industry itself, then these classes are a great opportunity to do just that, isn't it? Yep, yep. Brilliant, Aizuddin. Thank you very, very much for your time and joining us here today and sharing your experience and knowledge here with us. Yeah, you're welcome. We wish you all the best and hopefully more affordable coffee for everyone around to enjoy. Yep, yeah. Thank you so much, EFM, for having me today and I wish you guys also good luck. (laughs) 